This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Program. Wherever you're watching or listening in the United States or around the world, welcome. I have several guests with me today in studio as Bishop Tobias Nehemiah out of Nairobi, Kenya, East Africa. Uh, Tobias, welcome to the program warning. Thank you for having me again. I also have Pastor Leo Boji. Pastor Boji is coming from Oklahoma City. Uh, previous to that, Hawaii, Oahu. And not only does he come with a ministerial background, but uh, he was the highest uh, ranking NCO in the army. And so why don't you give uh, those credentials, Pastor Boji? I will. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I was a command master chief. That's that's Navy command master chief. I had three commands before I retired. Thank God I was able to uh, listen to my lieutenant got saved before I retired. And everything since nine, since 2000 have been in ministry. Wow. So you were you always in the Navy? Uh, 25 years. Wow. From Vietnam straight till I retired in 92. Well, very good. I know you've been on this program different times. You lived a long time in, in the, the, the city, or I should say, well, yeah, Honolulu, the island of Oahu. And uh, how many years did you live there? We were there 27 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we didn't expect but we were, yeah. And now you live in Oklahoma City. Yeah, with grandkids. That's the that's what moved us, the grandkids. Wow. Well, okay. They'll move you one way or the other, I mean, uh, if you're around them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, now, you know, you and I have done, like I said, we've been together. You've been here at World Ministries International several times, and I was with you uh, several times in Hawaii. We enjoy being together because, again, uh, we we have the the same heart, the same uh, burdens. We see reality. My background, uh, similar to yours, uh, Air Force, but then law enforcement, strategic air command, uh, SWAT team, felony crime, and so you and I, we understand uh, a communist takeover, and that's what they're trying to do in America today. Pastor Boji, absolutely. This is a Marxist Democrat Party, and why it's being ignored. Uh, from what I see is the church has not stood up uh, and, and stood up and fought this Marxist movement. Yeah, this is nothing but a communist coup in progress. Absolutely. And led, Absolutely. By, led by just a pathological liar. Yes, and, and just the destruction that they do with family, you'd think the alarm would go off. The destruction they do with cities, uh, releasing felons. Crime off the charts, just a lawless society, and it's a party. They remove God from their, the Democrat Party removed God from their platform, and yet Christians don't seem to get it. It's very, very uh, confusing to me that they don't wake up to this. You know, if, if something, let, let's just say a skunk, if you look like a skunk and s- smell like a skunk, uh, chances are you're a skunk, don't you think, Leo? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and being around you, you've been one of my mentors now for what almost 20 years that we've known each other. And the reality of society that you minister, that you preach, that you teach around the world, you would think that people would wake up and let's do something about this. But I think they think God will take care of it. 
You know, it's like sitting down to eat a meal and you're going to wait till God puts the food in your mouth. You're going to starve to death. <laughs> we've got to stand up and start taking authority that we've been given. You know, that that's that's a that's a good illustration. Uh, just wait until God puts the food into your mouth. I'll tell you what, you're going to get pretty skinny pretty fast. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's the attitude today. You know, well, you know, let's just pray. I, I know the uh, president's corrupt, but let's just pray. God will take care of it. And what's even worse, Dr. Hanson, Tobias, is people actually think that God put evil people in positions of authority. If yeah. you continue uh, Romans 13, it goes on to say, I believe it's in verse 6, that these are ministers of God. These people that we have in office today are not ministers of God. Well, again, it, it goes into the very area that Tobias and I and others have been talking about the last three, four weeks, is people don't understand their Bible at all anymore. Just flat don't yeah. understand it. Jesus is yeah. not coming out of heaven till the Battle of Armageddon uh, to remove evil governments. He has put you and I in charge. We're ambassadors. He ascended. He said, now go and make disciples of all nations. If we don't go and make disciples, uh, the nation will be turned over to a reprobate mind through evil men led by evil spirits. And that's because the church has negated their God-given responsibilities to lead, to be ambassadors. Leo? Absolutely. They're so afraid with their 501c3s and government uh, censorship that they're afraid to stand up. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but fear runs far too many churches today. And then you add in the denominations, which, you know, I always say they're not evil. They're just not biblical. Yeah. And so when you're biblical, you have no power to do the things that you say. You know, I, I read a, a blog or a, a, from a, another apostolic leader. And he, he basically said, uh, uh, Democrats slash Democrats. And uh, <laughs> you know, I think that's uh, pretty, pretty correct. I mean, it's certainly led by evil spirits. I mean, as you mentioned earlier, everything they promote is anti-Christ, everything. Absolutely. And they will continue to do it. You know, I, I attended a men's conference, a men's breakfast conference, first one they've had here in Oklahoma in one of the sections of town. And there were 45 men there, about a dozen pastors. And it's amazing to me the things that they brought up and talked about that are just coincidental. They're, they have no power. Some of the things they're looking at. We should be putting an army together like God has done. That's the body of Christ. Instead, it's like, how do we do things and appease society? How do we accept homosexuality? How do we accept? You don't ever. And when you hear things like that, where are we going? Well, you're totally correct, Leo. I mean, if I'll tell you what. In the military, when you and I were in, there was actually leadership. Men were men. They weren't women dressed like men. They were men. And uh, I tell you what, if they found out again, you were a homosexual, et cetera, you were drummed out of the military because they understood that that immorality deteriorated the fighting force. Men were men and they knew how to fight. Leo? Absolutely. And I think one of the reasons for that is we don't understand love. You know, First John chapter 4, verses 7, 8, 16, God is love, love is God. Love is spiritual, it's never physical. 
We've allowed Satan of having us believe that love has something to do with physical action, making love, all these things. Uh, you're supposed to love homosexuals. Absolutely. We love the person, but we don't love what they do. We don't love murderers. We love the person, but not what they do. And because of this uh, insecurity about loving people, I want to love you, but I don't know how because you're homosexual. Uh, I just real quickly, I had a youth conference 135 youth from around the world here in Hawaii, and I had the entire day. They asked me, what are you going to do for the entire day? When I started out, I said, okay, kids, what do you want to talk about? You know what they said? Homosexuality. They love their cousin. They love their brother. They love their sister, but they're in the homosexuality. Now I'm supposed to hate them. They actually said they're now supposed to hate them. So that tells me their pastors are not teaching, like you said, are not preparing them to become disciples just well, believers that's that's exactly right and 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 believers at what level you're supposed to believe the whole gospel of christ not just mm-hmm. that jesus is god yeah believing and faith are two different things you know because of unbelief the, the 70 couldn't cast a demon out of a little boy their faith was little but they had some faith but the unbelief of a Hey, my faith says Jesus Christ is real, but does my belief say he's real? Do I act on his word? Do I do I turn things over to Jesus and do I pray in Jesus' name, which is another huge thing in church when they close their prayer in Christ's name, Amen. in his name. And I'd say, who is his? You, call, you close that prayer in his name. Who is his? George, Pete, Ralph, somebody you're talking to? His name is Jesus. Why are you afraid to say the name? I think you just got it in a nutshell right there. Uh Perfect love, love casts out all fear. But because we're not filled with the love of God, that relationship with God, we are afraid to speak the truth. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We love the homosexual. We love the adulterer. But we love the fornicator. But they've got to know sin separates you from God. Sin brings deterioration and death. It brings disease. It bring, It's the result of rebellion. And God has to finally judge so rebellion doesn't continue for eternity. Uh, they, as you mentioned, they don't know the love of God. Leo? No, they don't. And we have all the different types of love, which, you know, when I see that, you know, they had a book out, and, and I think it's Gary Smalley, The Five Love Languages. Now, every one of those five are written for the flesh. You know, gifts, you know, people giving you comments and, and, and blessing you. All of those things are for the flesh. The problem with the five love languages is none of them are biblical, so they have no power when there's a big issue in the marriage. You know, we do marriage, international marriage counseling now and ministry for, what, 20, 27 years? Yes. I understand that. You need scripture when your marriage is in trouble. You need the word of God, not somebody's book on whatever that makes you feel good. Praise <laughs> God. It won't save you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, also, just like, like we said, Democrats, Democrats, uh, denominations, demonization. Uh, sometimes these denominations, they're not based on the scriptures. They make their own philosophy like eternal security, and they let people continue in sin. Leo? Yeah. Yes. It's interesting you, you said that. You know, I didn't go to seminary or any of those things. When I retired, uh, a lieutenant didn't give up on me. I got saved. 
And when I got saved, Dr. Hansen, I've shared this with you before, I opened that Bible and I read the New Testament, 260 chapters every week for three months. I couldn't put it down. That's 40 to 40 pages, 40 chapters a day. Wow. And I just could not put it down. So what it did was, because the word worked, it purged out 25 plus years. I was 41. 25 years of being a professional heathen in a three-month period of just, you know, pouring into the word. And it changed everything. We got our ministry. We've been, as you know, invited to foreign countries, over a dozen states. I've probably mentioned a hundred different churches. And still, a denomination, I'll just, I'll just say it, the Baptist, I cannot preach in the Baptist church because I'm not a Baptist. Now, they'll send their couples that are divorcing to us. Hey, will you see this couple? We're having problems. They'll let you do that, but you can't. And when I see that, it's like, what else are you teaching that's not biblical? The but, word of God is not denominational. Well, that's it. I mean, uh, Pastor Tobias and I, we've been discussing, and, and others on this program again, uh, sin, it's all through the Bible, Old and New Testament. Grace is all through the Bible, Old and New Testament. Yet people like to separate the books and say, grace is New Testament. There is no grace in the Old. Well, if there wasn't grace, all of the heroes of the Bible would not have been there. If it wasn't for grace, David would have been executed. Grace and sin are throughout the entire Bible. Leo? Absolutely. And that is a big issue right too, because we are redeemed from the curse of the law. Yet many of the laws of the Old Testament, people are still trying to work by, live by. You can't keep the Ten Commandments, let alone the 613, because you're eating your flesh, like Paul said, will always sin. But he says, your spirit, once you're saved, you'll never sin. And people have a hard time with that. Well, um, yeah, you're yeah. you're exactly right. And, uh, you know, I've defined the word grace several times as time given when the Spirit's in the body to judge yourself, and God won't judge you when the Spirit leaves the body. Also, Jesus fulfilled the law of sin and death. He nullified it when he died on the cross. Now we have grace, not to be judged when we die if we've repented, but to have eternal life. That's all it is. But we're not supposed to continue to sin. Elio? Absolutely. And many people today, they're saying, I can't wait till Jesus comes back. I wish he'd come back tomorrow. And I, and I remind them, there's one or two billion people on, on this planet that have not heard the name of Jesus. And I tell them, we got a lot of work to do. It's, you'll go home at the right time. In the meantime, do what God called you to do. Everybody has an assignment from the Lord. Well, Make disciples. Amen. Yes. Amen. Pastor Tobias, I'm going to get you into this conversation. Uh, do you see the same problems going on in Kenya where they don't seem to understand the word of God anymore? I mean, churches in America are so dysfunctional. Uh, there's so much heresy throughout the churches. There's actually even sin in the churches. What do you see in Kenya? It's the same. It's the same stuff. Uh, I think the church has left its responsibility, like we said before. We are no longer preaching the pure gospel. We preach what is we want the political uh, we want to be politically correct, and therefore we deviate from the preaching of the Word of God and preach to what people want to hear, not really what we sh the, the, the Bible says. Well, it's, it's so true. Uh, instead of speaking the truth, uh, you know, out of fear, lack of love, we just uh, let people make statements and we don't challenge them. Now, if you don't say something, they take it as truth, and you're letting them continue in a lie. Leo? That's, that is so true. If you don't challenge, they think it's truth. That's amazing because the same word that got you where you are 
got Bishop where he is and got me where I am is the word that they don't want to read. Totally. I've been around the, the Christ from Kansas City to Florida, and it's amazing. Their pastors all have master's degrees, but they there's a number of them told me they don't read the Bible every day to fill themselves, to, to feed their spirit. They only read it to make a message. Yeah, and, and in other words, they're, they're saying, I'm not in love with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That, I mean, if you, if you have, don't want to spend time with your lover, with your spouse, you got a bad marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, we have a marriage ministry, which is interesting, because the results of us obeying God is we've seen so many healings, cancers. You name the cancer, we've had hundreds of them healed. Cast out demons, places we go, and ministers even here have never cast a demon out. I have no idea what that's even about. You know, things like that that you should see in your ministry. What? There are demon-possessed people walking past you every day. You know? <laughs> and most people don't come in your church every Sunday, and you don't know it. It's amazing. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, Leo, there's walking demons more and more as we tolerate <laughs> sin. Yes. Our churches yes. are filled with walking demons. I know, and then they're afraid of you and afraid of your message. I've been with you a long time, and pastors are afraid to have you come in because you're going to teach what they're afraid to say. It's amazing. <laughs> God sent you there. It's like the prophet. Well, what do, what do you think? God sent the prophet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that true, uh, Bishop Tobias? Yeah, yeah, that's very, that's very true. Some people cannot take the message you do because you, 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 you come right on them. So they are, they don't want to hear it. They want to hear what, what pleases people. You know, I was invited to a church somewhere, and I was told not to speak on the Holy Spirit. And I'd say, well, if I can't speak on the Holy Spirit, I cannot talk about the Holy Spirit. Then I cannot, I cannot come to your church because that is what gives us the message. Amen. Amen. Well, that is the it's truth. If we nullify the truth of the Word of God, if if we reject speaking on the Holy Spirit again, we, we're basically turning turning our, our backs on God himself to just uh, please a world that, that is following their own vanity. Leo? Yes, I would say people came to Jesus by the thousands and thousands because they were hungry or they were hurting. You know, the church down in Auckland, New Zealand, we had a blind guy. He'd been blind as far, I guess, most of his life. As, as an adult, he was sitting there. He didn't come up for prayer when I was done preaching, so I had them bring him up, and we prayed over him. He has 20-20 vision today. That one healing, not even talking about the cancer that were healed there, but that one healing for blindness turned that church. Let me tell you something. They're on, they've been on fire, and it's just amazing. But now you recognize the Bible says lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. People don't get it. When I lay hands on you or any of us lay hands on you, you're healed. Will you allow it to manifest is the issue. Amen. Will you allow the Holy Spirit to manifest that in you? And we go back to what we said, unbelief. Yeah, the, Jesus, Jesus accomplished it. The covenant is there. Now we must believe it and proclaim it and speak it and then just follow it and you'll see miracles everywhere you go. Exactly, exactly. That's what I was saying to these pastors this past weekend conference, is that do you see signs, wonders, and miracles in your church? Are you an Ephesians 4.11 call minister of Jesus Christ? Because people, meaning their brothers, their cousins, their sons, their daughters, all these people, my question is, did, do you see the call on their life? Because ordination service just acknowledges the call. It doesn't make you anything. Amen. 
Amen. You know, uh, I want to touch on Lanai, Maui. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, do you see that catastrophe? And is there some uh, guilt over there, some corruption over there going on? Leo? It's been going on for ages. I'm so glad that the people, the everyday people there get it. The interviews they've had. Did you notice there were almost no, I didn't see any, but no fire hydrants in Lahaina? Because the rich have enough money and power. They diverted the main water to Kihei and other parts of the island, Lahaina sitting there waiting to be set on fire. Wow. And what really gets me, Dr. Hansen, just, uh, what, a month earlier, uh, over 100 square miles of Canada had over 300 fires going at the same time. How is that possible? And then you have Maui. The fire had to be, what, 5,000 degrees? They were melting steel. They burned. Have you been there when they burned the uh, sugarcane fields yes. back in the day? Yes. And town on fire and it was fires everywhere on Maui and now you got a heat a uh, a source of heat hot enough to melt steel I don't know it's to me something else is going on this is not a man this is not a God uh, uh, allowed anything this is man stepping in and trying things if not it's from a satellite or what it's from like a a conspiracy theorist no, how do you get fires that hot to melt steel in that little town and get 300 fires going at one time? How do you do Well, if you've noticed, the world elite has been buying up property there, uh, like Ofer Winfrey, and yet uh, her property wasn't damaged, not one single acre. Nothing. And uh, do you see uh, the, the pastor there at the, the biggest church in Maui, uh, just blanked on his name, I'm sorry, but he's on the other side of the island. The aid that his church brought, because FEMA was basically doing nothing. You know, we have good friends on Maui. We were there 27 years on a while. We have good friends on Maui. And these people cannot believe how it's like, it'll get it's coming. It'll arrive. Like, no one's in a hurry. No one's really looking. Thousands of people dead that you will never know who they are. Because, as you know, people visit Maui, but there's no list with their name on it. Well, and t- they were burned up. I, I, I've watched some, interview- what, what? I watched some interviews from private citizens, uh, the, the, citizen, the people that live there. They're mad. They're mad at the government. They're blaming the government. A lot of them are saying, you did this. You wanted to remove us off the land. You are guilty. Uh, they are really mad, Leo. Yeah, and they're offering them money for their burnt down land before they even take care of these people. That is insane. It's like the whole thing was just to get rid of Lahaina so they could rebuild it while, and be owned by super rich people. Yeah. That's what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. Uh, do you see corruption going on in Kenya, Bishop? Yeah, corruption is going on in Kenya. And usually the rich are the ones who control it. And those that are politically correct guys. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching, listening to The Warning Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations today. 
People ask me, Leo, what can we do to try to stop this insanity, to stop this communist takeover? Well, become a member. Help us get into the the stadiums, NFL stadiums throughout America and other countries and fight back against this world tyranny. The only thing that's going to stop this world tyranny is the church, Leo. If once again we can energize them, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and go forth and make disciples. Only the church can stop this total communist takeover. Leo? Absolutely. It takes leadership. You think about Jesus had 12, and he has the world today, Christianity all over. But we don't understand leadership. You know, coming from military and your police background, leadership is the ability to interact with people in such a way that they will align with you for a common purpose. Mm. We think leadership is being in charge. I could be in charge of Target store tomorrow. I don't know what I'm doing, but I could be in charge of everybody. No, you have to lead. You have to have relationship with people to lead them. And that relationship to lead people to Jesus Christ, to be a disciple, where is it? Most of the churches are trying to stop people from going out and they call it the back door. You got to make sure they stay in. Well, while you're worried about the ones going out the back door, what are you doing for the ones that stayed? Are you training the leaders? Are you making them disciples? That's our job. They'll get the people saved. You make a, you get them. You make them disciples. Worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations. Give us your very best love offering to stay on this local radio television program. Also, the podcast and other things. Worldministries.org. You can telephone 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. That's my office number. Again, my guest today, Pastor Leo Boji coming out of Oklahoma City, apostolic ministry and marriages and marriage seminars. I'll tell you what, most marriages probably need his help. And Bishop Tobias Nehemiah, Kenya, East Africa. God bless you, men. God bless all of you. Now here is my friend, Scott Farah, and he's going to help you with your business. Scott? Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years, yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business, or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the Independence Program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training, and if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount. So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care, and you want to be an unsung hero, I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you join hands with us, together we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? 
Dial 360-629-5248. And say a short prayer for us in your message. And leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless.